Good morning, guys. Um, before we get to all the weird food combos today, I don't know why we're doing this. I can't remember what ju- what made us jump on this, but more more than your potato chips on a sandwich, we want to hear about your weird snacking combos. Ever tried Cheetos on a peanut butter sandwich? No, I don't. I don't want to do that. It's good. I, I don't want those worlds to collide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. I don't know. I mean, I used to do the chips on a sandwich thing as a kid. Just not anymore. Now I mean, you're me, all grown up, Mark. Well, the problem is it speeds the process up. What's left to eat if you put it all in the same place? More right. chips. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to go there later, and we'd love to hear from you about it. 877-310-4MSJ. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. Murphy, I have been waiting to tell you all about this one because what? it's something that you're going to just be tickled over because you okay. use the uh, pizza tracker from Domino's to order, right? Yeah, whenever we've ordered those, you know, I mean, it's like I want to know who's coming and when they're going to be there. And exactly, yeah. and it tells you your order's received, it's in the oven, and, you know, Joe is on Such the way. amazement. Oh, they're going to add GPS to it. So, you will really? be able to see where the guy or the girl is in your pizza, if they're a block away and two blocks away. Is that not awesome? Yeah. It's cool. I it's guess it, okay. could add, it could add to the stress, though. Oh, man, they made a left turn. <laughs> He's going the wrong way. He's going the wrong way. Get in the car. Go and get it. My pizza's getting cold. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they're rolling that out nationwide. Well, wait, uh, if they're adding GPS, what was it before? They they had the little it wasn't there. bar and it just said, so-and-so oh, just left process. and they're on the way with your pizza. Yeah. Got it. So okay. you're still left wondering. It's like, well, they, hmm. they've, been, they've been on the road for 10 minutes. What's going on here? Okay. Yeah. Got it. Now you get real time. Uh, right. Bud Light has released some special edition cans for Area 51. You know that <gasps> whole thing that's coming up in September where a million people say they're going to sure. storm Area 51? Well, right. Bud Light has put out some new cans. They have an alien face on the can and it says, we, come in, we come in peace. The Universally renowned Bud Light Space Beer. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do a good TV commercial, which we'll probably yeah. get. With an alien drinking a exactly. beer. Exactly. Uh, and also, Jody, you might like this one. There's a new Apple coming uh, later this year. I don't mean computer. An, 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 you mean an actual edible apple. Yeah, it's called the Cosmic Crisp. Has nothing to do with Area 51. <laughs> they've been wor- so good, they're out of this world. <laughs> uh, they've been working on this one for about 20 years. Finally got all the trees to maturity and all this. Oh, no. Does so- it taste like the grapples with the grape flavor apple? No, but those. it's supposed to be very sweet and like the equivalent of a red delicious apple, except tasting even better. Really? Yeah. All right, I'm on it. I'll look, be on it. Look for it in the stores later on this year. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. All right, first one of the morning. Can you expect Big Little Lies season three? The ladies weigh in. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Over at HBO, they gave us the season finale, season two, Big Little Lies Sunday night. We have this dirty secret. This is such a huge cast. Talking about dishes. You have to talk about it because it's a huge cast. It's Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman and Meryl Streep was in this season. Hmm. I was all about season one with Jody. I haven't watched season two. Jody did. And she said it was too dramatic for me. Well, it was a little lackluster. The first season was super dramatic, but it was not the second season. And you can read the reviews or don't because there'd be spoilers there. Um, it was it was just not as much of a ride as season one. They were dealing with grief. They were dealing with the aftermath of something. So it was like, you have to really love those characters to be there. So guess what? I was there because I really love the characters. And so... Isn't, wasn't season one based on a book? Yes. But Big season Little two Lies. was just like all season up on Season two own. was just because everybody begged for it. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be just a limited series, like one season. 
Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman are producers of this, too. So it'll sort of be up to them. But one of the directors says, look, I don't know if there's going to be a season three. We probably could write it. And and viewers, re- even though the viewers who said it was lackluster still want it. Mm-hmm. They're like, wait, you can't leave it like this. We need more. The How is it lackluster with Meryl, Meryl Streep? You know, I mean, usually when you bring in Meryl Streep, the, you're there to. The writing, it's like bringing in the batter who gets you the home yeah. run. She huh? can't make up her own lines, though. It's the writing at at, at the very base of everything. It's the it's the Words material paper, yeah. that you have to work with, and she played a very odd character, and she played it well. But so odd. Maybe they need Betty White. (laughs) (laughs) A little comic relief instead of all this drama. They do have some comic relief, but it's mostly drama for sure. Anyway, the main director said, look, this group of people, I would do anything with them. But the reality is they are some of the busiest actresses working in Hollywood. And for sure, I mean, Nicole Kidman has a new show, her next show coming up called The Undoing. So who knows whether they'll be ever. So if you're dying for it, just hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there may not be a season three of Big Little Lies, given the lackluster of season two and the busy actresses. <laughs> um, I got some Adam Sandler news. There simply is no better man than good old David Letterman. <laughs> not another stand-up, although no his recent one was funny, stand-up right? stand-up on Netflix was hilarious. He's working with Netflix to bring us a Halloween movie, but not wow. scary, a fun Halloween a funny movie. One? Yeah, and Maya Rudolph on, in the cast, Kevin James, um, Ray Liotta. Oh. It's a big cast, and Adam Sandler is writing it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Got to tell you, I had a talk with my mom yesterday, and uh, she told me I'll be lucky to reach the age of 80. I'll you tell will you why. be, Sam. <laughs> you know, my mom's uh, 80th birthday was earlier this week. Happy birthday, Judy. Yeah, that's, that's quite a milestone. Mm-hmm. She'd mind well, if I'd send her a happy birthday belated now? Would she no. like that? Uh, I'm going like to do it, it then. Uh, in fact, it, it is a milestone, Murphy, because when I was talking to her on her birthday and we were talking about things and she said, you know, I, I'm surprised I made it. I was like, why? <laughs> because of what? She says, I'm the first one in the family to make it this long. Her side of the family, nobody has lived to 80. Oh, <laughs> really? she's the, she's the right. uh, I mean, were there some champion that, of her family. Were there some that lived to 79 and that made her nervous? <laughs> or? <laughs> well, I know but, like my her dad lived to his either late 60s or early 70s. Mm-hmm. Her mom died when I was maybe two years old. Oh, okay. So that was a long time ago. So, Probably in her 60s. And, she was t- and she started rattling off, oh my godmother, blah, 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 yeah. this person, that. And it's like, okay, wow. so you made it till you're 80. It's like, I, I, I never heard that before. Now mm-hmm. it makes me wonder, am I going to make it till I'm 80? And yeah, then, well, you might you've when you have ch- her genes. Yeah, right. And Sammy, uh, my oldest, he talked, you know, wished her happy birthday. And he said, they. St- she, he suggested, he goes, you know, just 20 more years and you'll be 100. And yeah. she goes, well, I'm going to try. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My grandfather That's- turns 90 in September and he's going to try. Yeah. Yeah. My grandmother exactly. tried. She didn't quite make it, but she did. She was focused on it. She made it to 97. Yeah. Which, by the way, <laughs> which still she outlived everybody else in her family by 20 years. Yeah. I think the oldest, wow. her, her mom may have made it to 77 or 76 or can something like that. Can you imagine what a strange existence that is, that 20 years, to not have your peer group around you? Yeah, yeah. and I guess kind of what you're saying, Murphy, is like as you got 
if you know everybody in your family died before they're 80, Man. Yeah. you know, when you it's hit 75, are you like, uh, one more year. Well, you know, uh, one more. My dad and uh, one of his brothers said the same thing because my grandfather passed away at sixty-seven, mm-hmm. and so as each each of them got to sixty-seven, they were going to like, okay, that's a real but, thing. But yeah, but you know, all three of them made it past sixty-seven. So, yeah, you know, um, maybe the genetics things. There's something to it. So my dad passed away at seventy-five. Mom is now eighty. So mm. I got that to shoot for. Happy birthday, Judy. Just have she's to watch still... out for the buses in the street. And by the way, she still works at a daycare <laughs> and works the Superdome, She yes. works as an usher for all the Saints games and the and the Pelicans games and a lot of the Active concerts. Lady. Yes. Yeah, I bet you that has something to do with it. Seriously. Oh, of course it does. You know what I mean? Yeah, she, is, she, is, she said that when she retired. I can't just sit around. I got to do something. Yeah. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So with all these calls about, you know, weird combos and all that, uh, there is something that my mom used to make for dinner. Mm-hmm. It was easy, though. It was all from cans and bags. Yum. Woot woot. Yeah, in, in the in the land of plenty where this any dish that you want today, you can have at any time, anywhere from any store. You mean America? And, yeah, and I just remember as, as a kid, the, the early part of that prepackaged generation thing in the 80s, I'm almost embarrassed to even say this because hmm. there were a number of things. I don't think that I actually had a fresh, <laughs> freshly made tamale, an actual True homemade tamale, probably until I was like eleven or twelve years old. Did you have the Harmel one, the canned version? Yeah, I mean, I, I I assume they were supposed to be pressed and compacted into that little <laughs> like Vienna sausage tube. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, you had to remember open the can, dump them out, take the paper off. Well, I thought you were going to say them. you didn't have one until you were thirty. Not, not having oh, one until no. you were eleven I mean, I is not a big deal. I wasn't that deprived, but you know, my my introduction to so many specialty foods were from the can. <laughs> that's, that's well, the way that wait. my mother did. Your mom's your mom was a shortcut type cook. Well, I mean, a lot of things. Yeah, she did. She was a great cook. Though. She was a hardworking mom. So sometimes there had to be how do you put a meal together in five minutes? And so it was usually her little creation. Of, when, speaking of the crazy mom creations, was something she called Mexican stuff uh, that involved canned tamales, <laughs> canned chili, mm. uh, cheese. That was the fresh ingredient. That's what I would do if we're going this path. Um, I think Fritos Corn. were in it Ooh. or Doritos, one of the two. Man. Did and that tear up your gut? She could stop then, now. Yeah. And then uh, canned tomatoes. <laughs> and so, you know, it was a- She baked um, it? She baked it in the oven like that? Yeah. yeah. No, we ate at room yeah. temperature. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just asking you to finish the method. Yeah, I was trying know. to think my way through it. But it was, and it actually was one of our favorite dishes, but it was 100% from the can. Wow. And whenever I would tell that to friends about, yeah, my mom makes this, they're like, what Murph? When Didn't you, you have a, a, a recipe too that your mom used to make with veg all and hot dogs or something? Poof. Well, no, veg all would just was sort of the catch all if we needed a vegetable <laughs> in something. Yeah, to complete. When we the food first group. got married, Murphy, but, I don't know if you know the story. I was in the kitchen with her one time, and she was like, "Oh, she was watching what I was doing." I learned how to cook legit from my grandmother and mother. I didn't know what veg all was, and she says, "Oh, I, I used to do something like that, and I put a can of veg all in it." And yeah. I didn't know what she what she meant. Excuse me, what'd you uh, say? I didn't know what veg all was. Yeah. Well, and I mean, so I a, looked at her a, like she had th- a third eyeball. It's quite the convenient way to get all your vegetables in <laughs> one <laughs> one can. Bless her heart. With but your she, tamales. <laughs> but she was a great. She, she really got, was. She a made great the cook. best roast. She and just gravy. had right. She just had some odd dishes like that. She had a trick with her potato salad that she used canned potatoes. Yeah. And now I like to do that because of the way they tasted. They're be- I liked them, and it's yeah. less work. You can let us know about your mom, crazy mom creations, stuff that she made that wasn't even really food. Wasn't even really recipes, I mean. Um, 877-310-4MSJ. 
You know, we'd love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ to jump in anytime. And do you have a weird food combo that you just like to eat and you think you might be the only one? But you got quite the weird one, huh, Yvette? Yeah. Well, here's one, and every time I eat it around friends, they're just looking at me like, that is really gross looking. Right. But I like to eat pork and beans with a little bit of mayonnaise and yellow mustard. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I I I don't know about the mayo, but I'm going to tell you, pork and beans, it was one of the first things I ever learned how to, when I was a little girl and I was helping in the kitchen. You know, my uh-huh. mom and grandmother were showing me how they doctored them up. We would add meat <laughs> to the pork and beans. Then we would add mustard and barbecue sauce and stir it. Adding mustard's a must. Uh-huh. What about brown sugar? We do that too. Yeah. So I, I get kind of like that. you're making your own baked beans. Yes. So I get that completely. Yeah. My friends think it's gross and it is really, really good. Well, just don't <laughs> eat it around them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. You know, I mean, I get the mayo makes it look kind of weird. That would be strange. And does anybody really make pork and beans? Most everybody no. starts with it in the can. I mean, yeah. is I've never known anybody who really started from scratch. Me either like, with dry. I, beans. This person makes the best pork and beans yeah. from scratch. Takes six hours. Yeah, I don't know anybody like I'm that. I bet it would be no. good. I do have a friend, and she did this at our house once, Murphy. she, Her husband bragged about her pork and beans being the best in the world, remember? Wow. And then she came over and said, I'm going to show you how I do them. She started with a whole pack of bacon. She fried the whole pack of bacon, kept almost all the grease, poured <laughs> a bunch of cans of beans into it. And the grease? And then crumbled the bacon in it. I'm like, of course it's that the best. That was it? Yeah, I think that might have been there it. There wasn't any spices? I think she may have added the mustard and all that good stuff. But I'm saying she started with bacon and bacon grease. Oh. And you that's an old way to cook. And you can't go wrong Boy, with it. it. You, you can't go wrong. Well, from a health standpoint, yeah. you can go pretty wrong well, with it. But. As far as taste goes, I'm saying. That's what she started with, a pound. But see, that's oh my, my point God. there. She really wasn't doing anything from scratch. No. It involved cans every time. I wonder if somebody has a really true... From scratch, pork and beans recipe. I don't know. You got all day in the kitchen, Pops? That's a long day in the kitchen. Yeah, if you're just put from it scratch. in the Instant Pot. <laughs> Speaking of all day. Let's see that. 877-310-4MSJ. Weird food combos. You can let us know yours. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. I'll tell you why actor Channing Tatum had to get a permanent restraining order against mm. a woman. What was she doing? I'll tell you about that. And Taylor Swift released a new song last night. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Taylor Swift released another single from the upcoming album Lover yesterday. We're going to have all the songs out before the album gets out. See that? What, would this be the third release? Usually these albums are like 18 songs. You know, tons of songs. So here's another one. Um, And she also, it's called The Archer. And she released the lyric video along with it, which just means... The lyrics appear as right. the word as you hear the words. I've been the archer. I've been the prey. Who could ever leave me, darling? But who could stay? It's already gotten, you know, more than one and a half million views. Just the lyric video. After a while, the lyric vi- the lyric video is interesting because you actually get to see the lyrics while mm-hmm. you're hearing them. And I don't no, know, having to figure it sometimes. out. I, mean, I think we all need lyric videos for oh, some yeah. songs, the ones we've been singing forever. So that's for, from the new album Lover, and it's blown up because it's a new Taylor song right. released yesterday. 
Okay, moving on. Let's tell you about Channing Tatum and what he had to do this week. Um, you know, remember him from My- Magic Mike. Wow, that's a lot of ones. There were some fives in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. No 20s? Uh, you don't want to know what I have to do for 20 <laughs> He had to get a permanent restraining order against this woman who was squatting in his house. <laughs> it's one of these delusional people. I know, people. it's not funny, but it's like, it, it's a shame that you have to go that far to get somebody out who doesn't... I don't know. I, what I want to know is what's going on with the security companies in Hollywood. Why yeah. do we hear about people just hanging out in your house when you're gone in yeah. Hollywood? It's not just all people, the too. time. It is not professionals. It's people with no experience whatsoever that get into a house. It's I not know. like it's like they probably walked up and went, "Oh, look, front door's open." Yeah, or no somebody planning. left the window up. Yeah, um, he had his attorney had to show the judge an email from the woman claiming that she had a relationship with him. She believed that he communicated with her through music, mm. and he was. she was just waiting for him to get home. So, mm-hmm. permanent restraining order. She can never go near him and get out of the house. Yeah. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outside this morning, sure. around 7.55, Wesley Snipes comments about Mahershala Ali taking over the role of Blade. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Um, counting down the days till the kids go back to school at our house anyway. I think there's a lot of excitement and a lot of, oh, sad to see summer go, though. But Wait, there's a lot of excitement about back to school? Yeah. Both of them are ah. kind of excited. All right, well, that's but then good. they're not excited about the hours. It's like, ah, it's time to start getting back up. Well, it's senior year, too, for Taylor. For Taylor, it yeah. is. That's, a big, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of excitement for her. She gets to rule the school. <laughs> anyway, um, and Taylor, uh, Phoebe is starting her freshman year, so there's that's where the... Nervousness might be coming in a little yeah. bit, but she'll be ruled by the school <laughs> as a freshman. Um, one of the things that's been funny for me over the summer that they have loved is we have this sleeper sofa in our TV room, our family room, where we watch TV. We yeah. have a, and I opened it up once this summer <laughs> and made it up, and you know, well, my mom came to stay, so my mom <laughs> stayed there and slept there. It's funny. I tried to convince her we didn't have an extra bed. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> Anyway, you need to sell that, Murphy. I bought this. It was a it's a regular queen size sleeper sofa, so the mattress is not very thick yeah, at all. So I also bought um, a pillow top thing, very Ooh. heavy, thick pillow top thing to go on top of it. Put that on it, make it up with sheets and all that. Man, it was it is super comfortable. So Nana stayed and stayed the night with us, and it was open. That afternoon, I get home and the girls are back there, like in the bed watching oh, yeah. TV with cheese its and popcorn. And it's like, oh. And of course, they slept there that night. And they keep begging to sleep on the sleeper sofa now. But that's Isn't that fun? fun. That's, yeah. That's... Yeah, I know I know it's fun. And we're going to have to do it a few more. I'm going to let them do it a few more times before, before school starts. The thing okay. is, you made it comfortable. But I couldn't sleep on that thing every night. It's no, still a sleeper kids. sofa, you know? Yeah, yeah. they're kids, yeah. though. Yeah, they, could, they could put 10 kids in that bed and they'd still be comfortable. They'd be happy because it's novel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in front of a big screen, which they don't have big screens in there. They don't have TVs in their rooms at all. Yeah, my I mean, mom has phones. a sleeper sofa. So the times I've had to visit and spend the night... Um, the kids the next morning beg her not to put it up. Right. Let us sit on it for a while. Yeah. So that's the, yeah. the excitement. We had one. It did not get used very much. You know, my mother would pull it out whenever the Jerry Lewis Labor Day telethon was on. <laughs> so that <they could> stay up. <laughs> they watch it all night. Yeah. And she never left that bed for three days. Bless her heart.
Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, more of your calls on weird food combinations. You do these for snacking or your mom did growing up like Murphy's mom did. Um, <laughs> 877-310-4MSJ. Carmen, you're next. Give us a call anytime to jump in. 877-310-4675. How are you, Carmen? I'm good. How are you? We are great. Good. So, so I heard, I'm on my way to work and I heard something about the same snack. And something I've been eating since I was a little girl, and let me tell you, I'm not a little girl anymore, <laughs> but uh, is pickles and peanut butter. Yeah. And I actually huh? cooked, my husband thought I was the craziest person in the world the first time he ever saw me eat it. Yeah. And, and my kids, to this day, my daughter didn't care for it much, but my son, oh my gosh, he is almost 23 years old, and to this day, he still takes bread, peanut butter, and pickles, and makes a sandwich and eats it. Bread, really? peanut butter, and pickles. You know what? Yeah. I can see how... They would cross each other out, sort of. Like, you know, the, the they would complement each other I well. Guess. Salty and sweet. Right. And just the I, texture. I, buy the co- I get the kosher dill stackers mm. that they're thin, and I, yeah. I just put a, I slather it in peanut butter and just eat it that way. I don't do the bread. That's what but, those stackers oh are for, for like a pickle on a sandwich, right? Yeah. Mm. But I just eat the pickle, pickle and peanut butter, and that's it. That's really? cool. Huh. It is. It's funny because you know oh. I, I I ate it when I was pregnant, but I also eat it when I'm when, you know when I wasn't. Not, yeah. I'm like, Are you pregnant? Nope. But. Interesting. Thanks, Carmen. I just I guess I would have never occurred to me to stick me my either. pickle in peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Neither. I mean, it's a, because I just don't think those two flavors go together. You're That's, right. We got to try, though. We should try it. <sighs> Thank you, Carmen. Uh, love hearing from you anytime. Give us a call, 877-310-4675. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, you know, we're babysitting another bearded dragon, pet sitting, I, I should say. So find out what Rocky, our visiting dragon, won't do that our dragons do. Sam, you know, we um, are, are taking care... Well, Phoebe is pet-sitting again this week. Mm-hmm. Um, another bearded dragon. So we have three bearded dragons in the house. And no, we've not put them all together. Because Do they know each other's in the house? I don't think so, unless they can smell each other. Yeah. Because... Well, we separated them with... Well, they're, they're in different... Terrariums. Aquariums or whatever. Terrarium score. Yeah. I guess an aquarium has water. So this is a terrarium. Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, at first we made sure that they couldn't see each other. You know? There are pillows you know, one, on the edge you, of Rocky's terrarium so that Ogie and Rocky don't see each other, even it, though they're in the same room. Yeah. On Beardy's being offended by each other. Um, I don't want but, him upset. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, no problem. I mean, this is probably the most uneventful babysitting job ever because it's so much easier to have these things than it is really another dog in the house. You yeah. know what I mean? The problem with Rocky, this is what's crazy to me. We moved him to our house the other day. He's been there, what, four days now? Yeah, I saw him riding days. on the dashboard. Yeah, he loves to ride on the dashboard. Hmm. We put him yeah, in the You tra- know what? Aren't there laws against that? I, you know, asking. I didn't bring it up. But I rode him for, very, he was like unsafe. that for two blocks. Yeah. And then he went back in Phoebe's lap. No worries, okay? <clears throat> the other deal is that we put him in Phoebe's room in his terrarium, his, his water bowl, his little bed. And for the first two days, he barely moved. He was in such shock about being in new surroundings that he barely moved. Every time I walked past the room, he is in the same stance. Do you worry that he was dead? No, I knew he wasn't dead. Barely yeah. eating. Did you we know. bring the live one home or did we bring the oh. rubber one home? <laughs> but here's the deal. I was telling my friends, Jody and Brett, like we're going to feed him some cilantro. It's like, have you ever given him that? And she said, no, they give him lettuce. I'm like... 
Cilantro has got such flavor compared to lettuce. Our beardies eat it like whenever I bring cilantro in, they bolt to it. Yeah. Ours do. So I bring cilantro in to Murphy's dismay. Yeah, I know. It's you one of life's it. great ironies, Sam, because, <laughs> you know, cilantro is like one of the most, unf- and it's it's not a conscious thing. I just can't deal with it. It gags me. I mean, it's so well, you're powerful not strong. It's one of those foods that it, turns a lot of people it is. off. So it's the one thing that these beardies love. It's inexpensive. And so, I you know, Jody it. and the girls chop it up constantly. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I tried to make sure you were outside, and you came back in right when I was chopping three bunches of it. Anyway, bring it into Rocky, and he, no- nothing. He doesn't move. He doesn't look at it later. Phoebe says, come here, come see. She goes, he's not eating, but he is sitting on it. (laughs) He sat on it. Does that mean something? That's all he did. I don't know. I don't know, but he won't eat it. So there you go. He's your best friend, Mark. It's either a protester or he's a really dumb bearded dragon. (laughs) Coming up, Sam has music news. Yes, why Bohemian Rhapsody is getting a new music video. Sam's got music news. Ed, uh, Ed Sheeran has uh, figured out a way to uh, silence his neighbors complaining about his noisy parties. He's decided to uh, buy the neighbors' houses on both sides of him. What? And kick like they have to move? Well, the houses were kind of up for sale anyway. And oh. The, the money, they wanted to move because he, of the music. <laughs> apparently he overpaid just to, like, look, here, take, go. Sure. So on both sides of him now in his London apartment, he now owns all the, like, the whole block for five million bucks mm-hmm. well there's the way to do it you yeah know, most people can't do no, that most but, people can't buy their problems neighbors away. Out, yeah 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 so he's now got 22 different properties across the the uk wow now, uh, jody and i like our neighbors so you know we, we would like them to stay on either side <laughs> i don't think we're too noisy for them no they're they're noisier than we are ah, well, you think so i'm fine with it though know. maybe they'll shell out the five million to buy you out uh of course the big <laughs> hit this summer is old town road well, i got the horses in the back hey I really think that's about a year old, isn't it? Uh, well, it's been around. It was Taylor, YouTube and for a long time before it hit the radio. The, right. It was like the fall and December of Taylor last year. Taylor dropped that on us last year. So uh, Yeah, okay. so anyway, it has now reached a record-breaking status. It is now at 16 weeks, number one on top oh, of the chart. Okay. There's only two other songs that have made it that long. You want to take a guess, Adam, Jody? Either one. Last summer's. Oh gosh, why are you doing that? That's right, Despacito almost set a record. It didn't quite get there, though, did it? No, it tied the original One Sweet Day. Oh, that's right. Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. So, all three of these have been number one for 16 weeks straight. And uh, one more week in Old Town Road of all songs in the world will be the uh, record holder of, of all time. <laughs> of all time. Wow. And uh, here's a cool one from uh, pre-1990. The only video pre-1990 to now have one billion views on YouTube is... It's a Michael Jackson, right? Is this the oh, oh, really? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Is, is there enough space to put that many commas? For views. Oh, you know, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. They'll make room. By the way, the guy said that they are going to release a new version of Bohemian Rhapsody that's no. going to be fan oriented. It's going to. Oh. They're going to put it on their website later on this week. Like, here's what you need to do: send in your videos to so us. We'll, we'll put it. them all together and make a new fan video for Bohemian that's Rhapsody. Fun. That's fun. Oh, and he can include um, Wayne and Garth in there. Oh. Hello. Yeah. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. So, as you know, Jody and I did a staycation this year, but mm-hmm. there's a trip that we're talking about taking, but I don't think that Jody's going to come with me later this year. <laughs>
And Sam, I have a question for you, a little personal question here. You know, uh, what's that, Murphy? Well, I mean, just like you, uh, I don't drink. You and I don't drink anymore. You yeah. Know, for reasons. It's for, it's for our own good. Uh, I, I made a recipe the other day where it called for a half a bottle of beer, so I poured the half a bottle in and, and poured, poured the other half down the drain. Well, that's yeah. good, and the yeah. alcohol cooks off, so, you know, I mean, it's well, good for you. Well, that's what they say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, good. Um, you know, but I, I've got an interesting, you know, question here, because, uh, you know, we have a group of friends. Friends, we've uh, you know some of the best friends that I went to high school with have said you know that Jody and I yeah. might want to we would all go on a trip to Napa, you know mm. now that's wine country. They yeah. threw that right? out there, and, and as soon so as they said it, and just... I've not you know I always wanted to do wine country when I was drinking wine. All I can tell you, I did the tour <laughs> without being. You already there. did it without the plane ticket. <laughs> right, I did. You know, you, nope, don't stop. Keep pouring. One could say I went around the world, but um, you know so uh, the. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of debating this because, you know, Jody's concerned. Like, eh, 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 I don't, I it's don't. wine country. Why would you do that? I, mean, oh, I'm thinking, I would love to do that. It's beautiful countryside. And I did. I looked it up. So there there are other things that you can do because they know that there are people that yeah, don't drink. Eat. Yeah, well, if, which balloons. is fine with me. And balloons. Yes, yeah, Sam yeah. is right. But I know who you're not going to get in the balloon. I'm not going up into the air in a basket. Well, that might make me so nervous I'd need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Just, I want, look, but, look, I want you to pretend like you're there and everybody on the tour, we're all together because we go with our big group of big group yeah. friends, six of us. We're all drinking on the wine tour. What are you doing? Driving. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm enjoying the countryside. There, there's, there's history. Remember, there's, you know, is, you gave Murphy wine classes. Remember? Well, that Way was before. before I know, but see, to me, that would still be in my head. Like, I would love to know the process from the dirt up. Would you like to go on a taco tour if you couldn't eat tacos? I mean, let's play these games. I don't know. Do you want to go to... Where's this taco tour? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know. know there was one. I'm not... Look, I'm, I'm, I'm all for travel, but you, I know you very well, Murphy. That is going to be an inner struggle like you cannot imagine. I just don't think that that that, that, that trip is something that we should do. You think it's a bad idea? I well, do, unfortunately. Let me, let me it is 2019. Have the wineries all come along or like we offer services for non-drinkers? They, they probably know. have grape juice. Yeah, I mean, let me, just, I, let me Google some more and I'll let you know what I what I find. Okay. Well, you really have to trust that they're labeling it correctly. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Can I have some more grape juice? Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Actor Wesley Snipes has something to say about Mahershala Ali getting the new role of the reboot of Blade. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So one of the big announcements made at the recent Comic-Con in San Diego was, and this is a big deal, that actor Mahershala Ali will take over um, the Blade movie franchise. The one that Wesley Snipes was. Wesley Snipes was in it forever, but he will take it on, and this is a... It is a Marvel thing. The last, I guess, the last big thing for Mahershala was his Oscar-winning performance in Green Book. I am not a medical doctor. I'm a musician. I'm about to embark on a concert tour. There's, the he, he can do anything, first of all. It, it was great. I saw that. They were yeah. both did great in that movie. Um, I have not seen him in True Detective yet, either. I haven't I haven't been brave enough to no, watch it. No, But apparently it was good, too. And they had those scenes where he was an older version of himself. Yeah. Incredible. Okay, so Mahershala Ali will be the next Blade, and it's, it's Marvel... And what Blade is a vampire hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wesley Snipes did it from 1998 to 2004, three films, and he had been trying to get it back going with with, with Marvel anybody? with anybody. Yeah. And after huh. you know, 
And so the deal is, it, it's announced, and how does Wesley Snipes feel about it? Well, the deal is, Wesley sent a statement to Comic-Con about this. To all the daywalkers losing their minds right now, chillax. Although the news comes as a surprise, it is all good. Such is the business of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, and he congratulates Mahershala Ali and says he's beautiful and talented. I look forward to seeing him for many years to come. So Wesley was a big grown-up about it right. and understands it's sort of like, think about it as James Bond. Mahershala Ali may do it for a few films mm-hmm. and then pass that baton to someone else. Yeah, uh, But Mahershala really wanted to do it again. So um, I, I guess I know Wesley, Wesley, Wesley wanted to get back into the business because of that tax evasion or whatever issue, the financial issues that he had. Tax that, evasion. Yeah. I think he was, did he spend I mean, three years he was in, in, in a federal? Great career gone and then boom, jail. Yeah. So, so he does want to get back, but it's all positive from him. He knows it's business and there's no point in upsetting Marvel, is there? No. Oh, no. So that's what's up with that. Um, last night, Taylor Swift dropped a new song on the world. It's called The Archer. I've been the archer. I've been the prey. Mm. It's a new track from the upcoming album, Who The Lover. I'm sorry, just Lover, not yeah. the <laughs> Lover. <laughs> um, and it's just the lyric video. It's not one of those videos you can go watch and see all the... You know, uh, cookies stuff, yeah. and all that stuff and all of her cats. It's just the lyric video. Third song released from Lover. Coming up, another Hollywood Outsider for you around 8.30. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Telling you earlier in this week how uh, over the weekend I fixed lost bread French toast for the kids for breakfast yes, uh, on Sunday morning. Well, all about and, the food today. And I learned um, something about the dish because I went and, and Googled it, and hopefully Wikipedia is right. Uh, but you know, when, when I posted a picture of waiting for the kids to wake up for breakfast mm-hmm. on our Facebook page, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm making lost bread. And so we had a lot of, what's, what's lost, lost bread? bread? Uh, is and, it a New Orleans thing? Is that why well, you call it? that's what I call it, because my mom always called it lost bread. And sure. I knew it was French toast, because it's the same thing. Uh, and I just thought, well, it's a New Orleans thing, but we, we don't know how to call anything correctly. Uh, but I, you know, I Googled it and I found a couple of sources that said lost bread was around before French toast. Mm-hmm. It was something that was created for one of the kings of France to save old, you know, dry bread. And so that the bread is not lost, you can take it and dip it in the, the sugar and cinnamon and milk and And that's eggs. how it's saved. And so it was called pain perdu, lost bread. Oh. And then because I guess it came from France, it's like, well, it's that's the French toast. That's the French toast. Yeah, that's an Americanized thing there because yeah. it's easier to say French toast than it is to say pamperdu. Yeah. It's also, it sounds awesome. French toast. Yeah. Like I remember the first time I ever had it, it's like, wow, this is fancy. And, and French toast. I don't know. I'm kind of partial to Texas toast. <laughs> oh, and, well, that's what I make my French toast Yeah, with. baby. My, I have French food. Texas toast. Whoa! Uh, but as a kid, it was my mom called it that, so I Lost just like bread. that's what I grew up on. Whenever I've tried to New Orleansify my kids by throwing stuff like that out, it's like, hey, we're having lost bread, and you get ooh, and it's like, no, French toast. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. You, it, it will stick with them. One day they'll go, oh, my dad used to call it lost bread. Mm-hmm. It'll all come around. Don't let them worry you. Yeah. You know, it's funny when my mom used to make certain dishes, I don't think that there was another name for spam casserole <laughs> other than uh, spam casserole. Uh, it needs a new name. <laughs> yeah. I got one for you, Murphy. <laughs> yeah. 
Still happy to um, hear from you about weird food combos that you do at lunch or dinner or that your mom did growing up like Murphy with your Mexican stuff that your mom used to make. That's right. Well, the, she, and she called it that just because it's a bunch of stuff she threw together in tamales, cans and bags, and okay, yeah, yeah. I guess everything was cans and bags. Yep. Okay. Oh, sweet. Go ahead. So eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ to jump in on this like weird food combos you eat or your mom made. And I was thinking back to my childhood when mm-hmm. you were talking about the Mexican stuff. I don't know that there was anything weird being thrown together. We had very basic, you know, from the country kind yeah, of. Yeah, it was food. home cooking. But my mom did make this thing. And once I describe it, you're going to go, oh, yeah. I didn't know it was a thing until recently. I saw it, I saw it circulating on social media that what? my mom must have seen this in a magazine or on a TV commercial. But she would put with our dinner pear salad, like a, a couple of pears from a can. Yeah. A little cheese on top and one little dollop of like Miracle Whip. Yeah, That is really disgusting. Yeah. Well, guess what? I'm nine years old, eight years old. I sit at the table and my mom has that and offers it to me. And she's like, yeah, it's good. And of course I try it because I wasn't in a situation where I could go, ugh. You know, that wouldn't have gone over well in my household. Yeah. Right? News for you, kids. So I ate it. Yeah. And everything about it was great except Miracle Whip. Yeah, She always miracle. bought that. And I, I, it's, it's got a sweetness to yeah, it. Yeah, we I were can't. never a Miracle Whip family. My dad used to get food and wine and gourmet and all the fancy Ooh, magazines. Really? Because I think secretly that's what he wanted to be was a chef. Oh. Uh, and so every now and then we got to be guinea pigs. Yeah. Because uh, Sunday was his big day to cook. Nice, Sam. And he. So did, you knew that Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. It's like God. I hope it's burgers. Here it comes. No, it's not burgers. It's. <laughs> uh, but one time he did. But he did warn us to his credit that we were going to have something. Similar to that. Yeah. We had a side. It was a slice of pineapple. Yeah. And it had cheese on it. Cheddar yes. cheese. Sharp cheddar sharp cheese. Sharp cheddar. I don't remember a dollop of anything, but it was just like cheese and pineapple. Right. And he puts it down and it's like, uh-huh. Dun, 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 dun. Well, I do like pineapple and I do like cheese, but so not necessarily together. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just didn't know. Murphy, did you guys have pear salad also? We grew up. No, sort of I think the same I time. think I see it. I must have been familiar with it. Pear is one of those things too that I, you know, nothing against pears. Fresh pears. Pears aren't right, offended. Don't worry, you don't have to defend them. They're just not my favorite fruit. I mean, to me, it's like the fuzzy apple. You know, it's like it's. <laughs> Excuse it's me. almost there. It's the it's exactly it's the new marketing right campaign. It's the fuzzy apple. It's also right, the juicy apple. The pear. It's almost an apple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let us know about your weird food combos. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. For all the Swifties of the world, they got a little treat yesterday. Taylor Swift released another new single. So this is the third new single from the new upcoming album called Lover. Lover. This song is called The Archer. I've been the archer. I've been the prey. Kind of surprising because it's really soft. That's okay. No, I don't, but it's like lately she's been like popping poppy. out like the poppy hits. Lately it's been very poppish, but you... <laughs> You're obviously not a Swifty because you need to know that on every album. Thank you for noticing. There's something very, there are some songs that are usually very ballad-like and yeah. thoughtful. And this will become a fan favorite because it's super personal. Okay, I've been the archer. I've been the prey. Yeah, yeah. In other words, she likes to be the one to take out the relationship so that she can kind of be in control. It's a very thoughtful song. The lyric video debuted, meaning not a full music video, just the words. Yeah. And what, the two million people already month. watched it. Yeah. Uh, the album Lover is available next month. 
Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. So Phoebe called me a few minutes ago on Murphy that she was at home, you know, a summer morning and she called to let me know, hey, mom, that um, half gallon of milk that you bought, I just want you to know that I don't want you to drink it. And I'm thinking, oh, no, it was plenty. Mm. I know, it was plenty. The date was like August, mid-August or oh, something. Okay, what's like, wrong what's with it? what's up with it? And she said she was pouring it into a cup. You're going to love this, Murphy. She was pouring it into a cup and she noticed something dark in there. She said it was a dead mosquito. <laughs> what? In the milk. So I was like, baby, pour it down the drain. Pour it down the drain. Well, so are we sure it wasn't in the cup when she poured it in the first place? She or? said it was in the milk pour. In the milk. Wow. So I said, pour it down the drain. Wow. I'll tell your dad, but he's probably going to stay away from milk for a year now. Yeah, I'm going to look at this in the positive light. At least it was a mosquito. Because when you said there was something black in there, yeah. I'm thinking yeah, or, you know, I went a, from a rodent or something. Yeah, rodent yeah. to oh, mouse to oh. anything. How could it fit? No, 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 no. Hey. Well, what I thought you were going to say is that it was like clumpy. Because that's happened well, before, too, you know? the worst. Wasn't he one of the dwarfs? He was, yeah. Um, you know, it, but I it, one time with that, you know, and I, you know me, I check all expiration dates. Uh, and so I was primed and ready. And when I started pouring it and the clumps came out, I was like, nope, this yeah. is done. But you know what? My, my, milk for a year. my parents always used to say about insects is they're not going to drink that much. <laughs> Just get rid of it, you know? <laughs> hey, did you see Uber is now testing out a monthly subscription for oh, their service? That's a good idea for frequent Uber users. Freaking Uber workers. How does that how does that work? Well, I'm gonna tell you, Mr. Murphy. I'm glad you asked. $24.99. They're trying it out now in New York and Chicago. Worth it. $24. Well, $24.99 a month. You get unlimited Uber Eats deliveries. You get unlimited uh, bike and scooter rides on cities that have the electric bikes and scooters. Right, but not cars. On the, the car rides, you get a discount. Oh. Well, that makes sense and you because get to, I mean, an, in, an individual car ride, depending on what city you're in, could be, be like up to 75 bucks to an airport or something, least, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and you also, uh, it locks in prices. You don't have to worry about that fluctuating high volume time okay. stuff. You get the base rate and you get discounts too. Well, well see, that's, that's cool. not exactly I, as good as it sounded, but... <laughs> oh, well, you can go with the Lyft plan. Lyft's all-access plan is $299 a month. Oh, You get what? 30 free rides. No, you don't get free rides. You paid for them All right, fine. if you do it. Well, but I suppose, you know, if, if you don't have regular transportation, you know what I mean? Maybe that's cheaper if you get 30 if free rides. If you use well, them a lot, either one of them, if you use them a lot, a discount yeah. is worth it. You just have to figure out which one the, works for your schedule. The simple math is 300 a month, 30 free rides, that's 10 bucks a ride. Right. Enjoy the rest of your workday and uh, come join us later today for the Murphy, Sam & Jody After the Show podcast. Actually, it, there are two podcasts for you every day. Anything that you missed here is in mm-hmm. the main podcast. And then we hang out a little bit longer after the show, which we only do on the podcast. So we'll see you later.